The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls podcast. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Pronounce your last name for me. It's Dapont. Da- oh, is it really? Yeah. I would have never said that. People get really creative. They'll be like, Daponte. That's exactly what I thought <laughs> <Da> it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Dapont. Frankie Dapont. <laughs> that what I was expecting at all. That's hilarious. What did you think? Daponte? Da- 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 well, yeah, because it's... People like, are you French? <laughs> yeah, like, well, it sounds... Sounds, I mean, I don't know, Latin. Yeah, some sort, I think, like Italian. I think how, whatever people think I am, if they think I'm Italian or they think I'm French, yeah. they'll pronounce it exactly. in that way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah that's funny. That's what <laughs> I And actually, in, in Portuguese, it's actually da punt. Da punt. Da punt. Are you Portuguese? Yeah, yeah I'm Portuguese. Oh, no way. Yeah. Both my parents are actually uh, from Portugal. Interesting. Yeah, so first generation here. Wouldn't have known that. <laughs> so there you go. How do you say it, though? A uh, day pont. No, no, no. The, oh, in Portuguese? Yeah. Da punt. You should say that. Frankie DePunt. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could start pronouncing it that way. But, like, but you're for, always for, changing your pronunciation. <laughs> but for, for today, it's DePont. Yeah, Frankie DePont. Okay, cool. You ready? <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Frankie DePont, real estate broker, singer, and actor. <laughs> All of the above, <laughs> the right? The whole shebang. No, that's awesome. Frankie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. No, and just finding out. So you're... F- and it's... So say it again in Portuguese. So in Portuguese, it's da punt. Da punt. Yeah. Um, and so you're first generation American by way of Portugal. Yep. So both parents are, are from Portugal. Yes. So uh, both my parents were actually born on the islands of Portugal, it's the Azores, um, okay. and the largest island, São Miguel. That's where they're from. No way. So a lot of people are, don't know about the Azores. And I, I, then I, I say, oh, Madeira, where Cristiano Ronaldo is from. Right. And, oh, okay. Now I get it. So, and actually it's... I feel like the islands are really on the map now. A lot more people are learning about it. They're calling it the Hawaii of Europe, and oh, um, no it's way. really, really beautiful. So, highly recommend traveling to to the Azores. Any uh, real estate plans out there for you? You know, I'm trying to convince my dad because we used to have a family house there that my parents got rid of maybe like 10 years ago. Um, but I'm like, we need to get a place out there again. Yeah. Like an Airbnb it, you know. So, um, but I future i would love to own property out there and you know airbnb it and whatnot so so funny that's awesome um the hawaii of of europe that's yeah. amazing yeah yeah <laughs> well, you're gonna there. go google it after yeah, you yeah, like, say wow this is stunning i never realized this existed so now i'm looking at you totally differently this is <laughs> you found uh, appreciation for your problem no, yeah. no but quite quite the interesting story not originally from the chicagoland area from rhode island yep um and then Man, just I don't even know where to begin. So you're you from New Rhode Island, you moved to New York, um, you're doing the hospitality, you know, scene because you're trying to pursue your dream of acting and singing, right? Mm-hmm. Or acting pretty much. Both both, oh, yeah. both. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um I went to school in New York, so that's kinda how I ended up there. Gotcha, but gotcha. it was always my dream living in Rhode Island that I was gonna move to New York and be a star. That was my thing. <laughs> my I grew up in real estate, so it was part of family business and whatnot. And my dad always really wanted me to get into real estate. Um, but I was that was not something that I was that interested in at the time. So when I moved to uh, New York, 
that's basically what I was doing. I was auditioning for different projects and um, different shows, and but also when you're when you're living in New York, you just gotta hustle. So working, I was bartending, cocktail serving, ro- at rooftops. I was singing a wedding band, was oh, dancing no. for an event company. I mean, the list goes on. So when I think about it now, I just am like, I can't believe I was juggling so many different jobs at one time just to like you know, make my dream a reality. Wow. So, um, yeah. And then I ended up in the music group that I was telling you about. Well, yeah, I want to get there. <laughs> I mean, you make it like it, I ended up in the music group. Like it's when you told me this story, I was like, what? You live in the, like a TV, you know, novella or drama. It's very novella. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like who, how does this happen to someone? But I'll let you tell me. So, um, from what I understand is that you basically had like two weeks of, of, what finances or, or just kind of I'm gonna leave here or or you know have tried something different? Yeah, I, so I like I like I like I said I had been auditioning for a lot of different projects, but w- the job that I had at the time I it was very consuming. I was making good money and everything, and it was but it was consuming my life and. I wasn't putting that effort into going to auditions and doing everything that I had gone out there to do. So um, I just kind of like this idea popped in my head, like maybe you should just take a risk. Like you've saved a little bit of money, take a risk, quit your job and just audition like every day and for everything that you can and something will come. Something will come and it could be life changing. That was sort of the manifestation in me and also the hope. But of course, when you quit your job and you don't have anything else lined up, it's scary especially when you're living in New York. So um, quit my job, gave my, my employer two weeks notice, and basically told them that I had booked a new opportunity that was starting in two weeks, which was a bit of a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to get sucked into staying, and so, but literally two weeks later, I got the call for this music group that I auditioned oh, no for. Way. And it was the most it was the most craziest casting call because at the time I was just okay whatever I'll go to this one I'll go to this one I'll go to this one and this was specifically for a documentary about the making of a K-pop group except <laughs> looking for very dynamic performers with all different backgrounds but specifically no Korean members um, and oh, part of this part of this documentary uh, that was being put together by a Columbia uh, MFA student from Korea. She is a genius, um, really, really awesome and talented artist. She wa- was so fascinated as to why K-pop was becoming this global phenomenon. And mind you, this was back in 2014, so it wasn't even like what it is right now. And she was like, I am interested as to why Westerners are becoming like obsessed with this genre, <laughs> yeah. and so especially when they don't understand the language, and you know, so I'm gonna make my own K-pop group, and I'm gonna use non-Korean members and document the experience of these performers learning about the culture, about the genre, and really pushing some boundaries, you know, with in gender expression because K-pop is a very androgynous genre of music. The performers, you know, the way that they dress and and everything, so it's it's really larger than life. So that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I got the call. I was like, okay, this is going to be really exciting and challenging. I knew what K-pop was at the time, but um, didn't know Korean. Knew very little about Korean culture, and um, yeah. And so we started doing that. It kind of just manifested into something much bigger. And we ended up becoming the first and only at the time non-Korean K-pop group in the world, which brought a lot of 
media attention, <laughs> a lot of varied opinions, and a lot of controversy at the same time. Yeah. I think at that point I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, but I think the magic that we had created as a group and doing this adventure was really, really captivating. And so um, that ended up after two years of doing it in New York and exploring the fine art circuit. We were doing fine art shows, Art Basel, the MoMA, all these like really cool installations. We got the opportunity to move to South Korea. And so the entire time this was all happening in New York in for New the York. first two years. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're doing interviews with like, you know, different publications in on the other side of the world. We're doing, you know, we had a, a crew fly from Korea to document us doing this in New York. And that was in the first year. Um, and so, yeah, just kept kept manifesting into something so much bigger. And we uh, thought we were going to South Korea for probably like three months. Yeah. We're going to release a single and, you know, do some press and then kind of go with the flow. Well, it turned into two years. Wow. And uh, learned Korean um, and got to perform on some of the biggest <laughs> Korean shows. It, like when I think about it now, I'll be showing clients properties and I'll get a glimpse of like my past life in Korea. And it's just so, it's so wild and so different. And so I feel so grateful I got that experience. Um, but it was definitely the wildest adventure of my life. <laughs> well, and, and just kind of looking back, because it, 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 it's, it's a wild experience that you were able not only to you know, go through this different culture, but it really taught you something about yourself. What What would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned from taking on such a, I mean, it's a big role. Yeah, I think um, fear is one of those things that hold people back constantly, right? We're in, in the littlest things throughout our daily life or the big goals that we have, big dreams that we have. And I think at that time, I now am even inspired by the person I was at that time when I think about my fearlessness of just taking a risk, you know, having, even going to Korea, you know, we lost, like, ended up losing two members at that time. We were a larger group because they didn't really want to go to Korea and experience it. And so it just didn't fit for what they wanted, right? And so that willingness to just go. I had never been to Asia. So here I am moving now to Asia the first time. I'm going and just kind of taking this risk. It could work out, it might not work out, but you know, sort of you'll never know unless you try. And I I think that's one of the things that I take away from that experience is like, even when there's fear is really just overcoming that fear and just taking the risk. I love I love change. Of course, when I'm in control of it, <laughs> um, but I love taking risks. I when I get comfortable, I get bored, um, and comfortability just makes me feel like I'm not gonna take things, elevate, you know. And I always like to continue continuously evolve as a person, um, as a human, and uh, within my career and my dreams. So, um, and yeah. you bet on yourself. I mean, that's the biggest thing. That without all, without you saying, "Look, I'm quitting my job. I'm going all in on this," and Whatever happens, happens. I'm betting on myself. Yeah. And, and that's the reason it happened, though. Yeah. And, and I think ever since I was a little kid, like, I always had that thing inside of me that I have just always believed in myself. Even, you know, coming from a small town where people, you know, I have to say I've been very fortunate to have a very supportive community, very supportive family, very supportive friends. Um, but that concept of I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to be a star at a young age, people are like, oh, you know. Great, that's awesome, but it's yeah. like one in a million chances, you yeah. know, of anything happening, and 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 that constant um, that constant voice of 
people saying, like, do you really think you should continue doing this? Like, is this really going to work out in the end? Like, why don't you just do something else that's a little bit more promising? But it's like when you have that that fire and that passion inside of you for something that really gives you a reason to live every day, it's hard to like shut that voice down, you know? So, um, I'm so, I'm so happy that I took that leap and, uh, I've learned so, so much about myself through that, about the world, about, you know, culture. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, um, it's still surprising to me sometimes when I think about it, you know. So I try to I try to continue to take that as I go through through this chapter of my life because I and I also feel like life is so unexpected. Like you can be up here in one chapter, you can be down here in the next chapter, and then the next, you know, and and that's the up and downs of life. And so um, it's just embracing embracing it and taking it for what it is. Man, and, and you seem to do that very well. And it's almost like as I think about the way that, that you've described it, I, I visualize you kind of looking at just each thing as its own milestone, as one thing leads you to the next. But it's, this isn't the resting place. Because even if it were, that would probably freak you out just because that would probably bore you. Yeah, exactly. You, you and, and I think like if, if I say I'm going to do something, I put my all into it and I want to be great at it. And if, I, if I'm not going to be great at it, then I usually like, okay, that was fun. On to the next thing, yeah. and um, but I whatever it is that I pour my heart into, I like give it my all. You know, I mean to learn a whole new language through that experience and was very challenging. The, the you know the cultural norms of working in that industry and learning how the the formalities and you know all of that comes back to respect and it plays such a huge part of being an outsider and you know, a new environment. Yeah, and yeah. so all of those things is so, um, it was so important. And um, yeah. So, and then take me to how you got, uh, how you ended up in here in Chicago yeah, and, so, and doing real estate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, after those wild two years, we were kind of up at this point where we had to, you know, renegotiate our contracts, renew our visas, all of these things. So mm. we sort of took it as a, a, a time to come back, sort of regroup. Um, the group ended up going on hiatus um, throughout throughout that time, as we were kind of planning some future plans for you know comeback or whatnot. Um, we were hit with COVID. Mm. During that time, though, when I ended up back in New York, I just I just wasn't feeling the New York energy. Um, I felt like I was kind of you know going back to my old life, and I really felt like I needed something to. Um, a new, a new experience. And so um, I had some loved ones here in Chicago, you know, had the opportunity to come here, took that leap. And I have fallen in love with Chicago. I was scared, to be honest. I was like, you know, New York, it's like one of the best cities. After living in South Korea, though, I came back and saw New York a little different. And I felt like, hey, if I can do that, like, I'll take a leap and move to Chicago um, and try this try this new experience and so in that first year I was signed with an agent I was you know doing entertainment auditions you know and whatnot and I started I I was like maybe I'm gonna start building a career in real estate as well Um, something that I'm that I think I'll be great at I know a lot about the industry and I love helping people and um, so why not take the course and uh, see see how things go. So I took my I took my real estate course, passed my exam the week before we went into lockdown. And I was just like, okay, like what happens now? You know, the world is ending. <laughs> it felt like the world was ending. Um, and then, but little did we know it was going to be sort of the best time to get into real estate. Mm, right. And uh, I ended up joining App Properties in that spring and sort of 
my whole real estate career is pretty much jump started from there. Wow. So, um, and I've absolutely fallen in love with Chicago. I think it's such a great city, offers so much. And I've met some really cool people here. And um, yeah, I'm like, I'm loving life. <laughs> <laughs> and when we had talked uh, initially, that, that you'd mentioned in, in hearing this of the of fear, I mean, it's great, you know, that you, you chase this, but you were a little scared of, of this brand new career, right? It wasn't like, oh, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. You had to, again, go through that learning curve of letting, I don't want to say letting go of what you were doing, but now focusing on this, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, that first year back, it was like a very depressing year because life was just changing, mm -hmm. right? And I was having to sort of uh, regroup and, and, you know, realign like what the next plan is. And me getting into real estate was, I was scared because I felt like I was throwing in the towel on my dream and everything that I had accomplished up to that point. It was such a career pivot. And I kind of was putting myself in a box of, well, if you're going to do real estate, that's all you can do. But I, but but I, as I've gone through real estate, I've realized, like, actually, no, like, real estate is just another um, facet to explore and uh, build a business that can also complement my other dreams um, as an artist. And, you know, I really did take the time, though, for the first year or two to just really focus on building my business in real estate, because I've always been the type of person to have my eggs in so many different baskets. And I, I was like, if I want to build a solid foundation for my business, I sort of need to, you know, put my passion on the sideline for a bit and focus on this. And as I have built my business, um, now, you know, I've been able to do other, exploring other artist goals of mine. I, you know, I shot a uh, independent film, which was really awesome. It ended up going on to the film circuit all over the world, won a lot wow. of awards. And now there's talks of it becoming something bigger. When, 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 did you, when did you do this? or when This did, uh... was in the January before COVID. Wow. And filmed that. It was, uh, you know, met the, met the director and the creator of the of the project. And it was, it was his baby, you know, and he was like, this is something, this is something that I'm excited about. Hopefully take it to something bigger. We'll see how it goes. And over the last two years, it's, it's won a lot of awards um, through different film festivals. And now the opportunity to to turn into something bigger has presented itself. So now I'm like, okay, great. Let's see what, what that leads to. And I think if there's an opportunity there, then I'm all for it, you know? And the cool thing about real estate is you can always, you know, if you have something else that pops up that you really, really love, you can explore that while still having the flexibility to do both, so. That's amazing, that's amazing. <laughs> and, and that's another thing that, you know, you had mentioned was this, now, this acceptance of who you are, right? The identity was your rebrand and, and, and really focusing on that. How do you bring that all together so that as you portray yourself or, I mean, you are a realtor, but as you are that, how do you portray yourself in a way where it does afford you that flexibility through your brand to say, you not only mind this thing, but I have these strengths also that as a singer and an actor that you know, it doesn't take away from what I'm doing. It, it, it adds to that. For sure. I think, I think just like technically, it really set me up for success because real estate, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of uh, repetition, you know, and that's auditioning for for an actor or singer or dancer. You're constantly putting yourself out there and to, you know, potentially hear no. And I experienced that on a daily, you know. So I think that prepared me really well for the industry, the tenacity that it comes with. Um, and then 
now now I've started this thing that uh, basically branding myself as the singing realtor and I've been doing uh, so for listings that I get or any of my team members get I'll go in I'll do like a singing showing where I'll take a song popular song that everyone knows and just change the words to descriptive you know words about the unit so, so um it's been and, working for you yeah well it's funny because at first i was like i really don't want this to be cringy and like you know and i ended up just saying yeah, whatever there's nothing to lose i'll post it and see what the reaction is and and i did and and it's actually been really refreshing to see the response i've gotten a lot of people reaching out saying you know, even for open houses, sometimes I'll do them and then people will be like, oh, I saw your thing showing pop up on my feed and they don't even follow me. Because with TikTok mm-hmm. and Instagram, now that happens, right? So, um, and then certain lenders who, who reach out or certain clients. And I think it's just like a good way to now remind people like, yeah, I am a singer. Um, it's something that I love. And now I can kind of, you know, blend the two together. And, um, and it, it's fun. It's fun for my clients as well. And uh, it, it keeps me, you know, doing both. So yeah. that's kind of a little, it's just like a little fun and thing I'm fun. doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Not take myself too serious, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. And, and you know, on that, I want to ask, just because you had such a, uh, you know, profound thing that you said when we, we talked, is just how the, the thing you struggled with was uh, how life was very unexpected. One minute you're chasing your dream and then, you know, you get here doing real estate, right? But that you found success in it. What advice would you give to people who, you know, find themselves in that situation where, you know, they think that one thing, like this is what I was going to do, and now they find themselves on a, on a different path. What advice would you give to lean into that and, and really pursue that success? I'm, I'm very much a person about, like, intuition, gut feeling, you know, and, and I think just in general, it's very scary to, to do, like, a career pivot. And I, I think through COVID, I realized so many more people are in the same boat. And through COVID was the most pivotal time for a lot of people who had to career pivot, had to, you know, rethink their plan. And, uh, you know, so many people starting online businesses and kind of going like the social media route or um, going remote, all those, all those opportunities. And I think we can't put ourselves in a box. Uh, so often we think because I did A, B, and C, like naturally I have to be D or, you know, and I think it's okay to lean into something that feels, it feels good. It feels like it could be the the right move. What's the worst that's going to happen? It doesn't work out. And then you go, and then you go back and you're like, well, at least I tried that. You know, even my experience in coming to Chicago, I was like, if it doesn't work out, then I'll just like go back to the East coast and figure out the next plan. It's like, it just, you know, there's, there's so many times where we're just scared to take that again back to fear, right? It's like, just do it. If it feels like it could be like a good option, take the risk, take the leap and go for it. Sometimes it could be so, so rewarding, way more than you ever imagined. And other times, even if it doesn't work out the way that you planned it, it's still an adventure. You're still going to have a lot that you take away from it. You know, am I doing K-pop now? I'm not, you know, is there an opportunity, you know, uh, you know, we filmed a documentary, for example, who knows what's going to happen once that documentary is done and, and gets released or, or whatnot. But like so many of those, that's not what I'm doing now, you know, but that experience of moving to another country you know, immersing myself into a new culture, learning a new language and all those things have 100% added to who I am today and how I see the world. And I would never go back and regret taking that that risk. And if going through real estate and I, you know, 
like continue to evolve my business. I'm killing it. And then I get an opportunity to do something else that I really love, like go shoot a, you know, a TV series or go shoot a, you know, like, hell yeah, I'm going to take that opportunity. Like it's something that brings me joy. Why not? I'm going to do it and see where that goes, you know? And so, and I think life is, that's life. It's about experience. If we put ourselves in a box, we're limiting ourselves constantly, you know? Um, so just kind of like taking that leap taking that leap for yourself. Cause you don't want to look back and regret not taking it, but you'll never look back and say, you're like, I'm glad I did that. It didn't work out, but I'm so glad that I did that. So great advice, great advice. So yeah. yeah. And if anyone wants to follow you, support you, like you, you know, all those good things. Yes. So on my, you? on my, uh, real estate page, it's Frankie Daypont. Uh, so just my full name. And then I also have my entertainment page, which I, you know, post a lot more of my artist endeavors and my travel experiences. That's Frankie.exp.edition. So uh, awesome. always, always updating those pages and definitely tune in for some fun stuff. Awesome, Frank. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. Very fun. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Amen, amen to that. Thank you so much for having me. 